You're listening to the Deeper Dive Podcast, hosted by Pastor Jamie Collins. Deeper Dive is a ministry of Jamestown Church located in Conway, South Carolina. Each podcast will dig deeper into a recent sermon topic or something from the news or culture that has a Christian worldview component. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoy the show. Now, here's Pastor Jamie. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Deeper Dive podcast. I appreciate you listening so much. Um, Recently on Wednesday nights, we have been going through a series just taking it one or two verses at a time through Second Peter chapter 3. And we wrapped that up last night, and we were focusing on uh, verse 18, Second Peter chapter 3, verse 18, which challenges us, exhorts us as believers to, to grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Um, it is mentioned time and again. It's demonstrated in the form of parables, uh, from the words of Christ, the, the, the pen of Paul, Peter, James, all the way through the Bible, we are instructed that we should be growing as believers. We should be bearing fruit. We should be avi- abiding in Christ. Um, we should not be uh, just sitting still. My, my fear is, and I truly believe this, as a Christian, if you're not moving forward, you're more than likely going backward because if we're doing the things necessary, um, reading the Bible, spending time in prayer, being faithful to church, serving others, being on mission, if we're doing those things, then we're going to grow and we're going to mature as believers. So it's it's against that backdrop and in thinking about that devotion for our Wednesday night study that... Um, in, in conjunction with a few other things just personally going on in my life right now, that, that I thought it would be a good idea for us to talk about the importance of our time with the Lord. Um, when I'm talking about our time with the Lord, I'm, I'm basically talking about spending time with God by studying His Word, reading the Bible, and spending time in prayer. Um, now, I know you're probably hearing that and you're going to go, why this? Why now? This is this is a no-brainer. I know this already. Um, and I've been tempted to feel that way at times, too, I'm sure. Uh, but just to kind of illustrate the importance of it, one time several years ago, um, I decided I needed to lose some weight. And by God's grace, I did at that, at that time. I ended up losing about 30 pounds. And... Um, and and sure, I've gained some of that back. So let's not go down that road. But at this time, I actually did lose 30 pounds. And here's how I did it. Now, again, we're talking a long time ago. Um, before I tell you that, I, I was I was approached by by a friend and the guy said, man, you've really lost weight. What have you done? And I said, well, I've tried to cut out fried foods. Um, I've been working out, going to the gym and I run two miles a day and he just shook his head and went, Oh, never mind." And we both shared a laugh because here's, here's what he was hoping I would say. He was hoping I would say, man, I came across this new revolutionary diet 
and um, you can eat what you want. You don't have to exercise, and the weight just falls off. <laughs> you know, it's it's a magic pill. Uh, we see ads for this online, even on television. Drink this, take this, uh, and magically, without diet and exercise, you're you're going to you're going to lose weight. And here's the sad reality: um, if you want to lose weight in some form or fashion, you're going to have to eat less and move more. So what? You know, once he heard, well, you're you're doing diet and exercise. That's that's boring. I'm gonna I'm gonna wait and find another way. And I think we do that with our time with the Lord. Sometimes I, I think we want to grow, we want to mature as believers, but you know, we're looking for something revolutionary. We're looking for something new. The reality is, the only way we are going to grow in the Lord is by spending time with Him abiding in the vine and the best way we can do that is by studying and reading his word and and growing in in grace and knowledge of course there's going to to church and we've talked about that a lot and i'm sure we will again and there's there's serving and all of that but i want to talk specifically today about spending time in our um, in our bibles and in prayer and I've kind of laid the groundwork already for the, for the first thing I wanted to say about it. We must make it a priority. We, we've got to accept the fact that we need to spend time uh, reading God's Word and spending time in prayer. You know, And, and I, I really do believe it's a spiritual discipline. Now, some people may find it very easy to just hit pause in their life and tell everyone else and everything else, uh, just hold on. I'm going to take care of this first. Uh, but but the reality is, I think for most people, it really is difficult because we're so busy. We got so many other things calling for our attention. So if we're going to be successful in reading and studying God's word and spending time in, in prayer, we're going to have to make it a priority. We're going to have to be intentional about it. We're, we're going to have to stop making excuses and uh, we're going to have to we're going to have to look at our day and we're going to have to say, you know what, if Christ and, and the Bible tells us this, if Christ felt it important to get up earlier just so he could have time in prayer before his day really got cranked up and people started coming and the teaching started happening, if he felt it important enough to to sacrifice to get up, to go and spend time alone in prayer, then we should see it as a priority as well. So let's let's quit looking for this new fad and a new way to grow as believers, and let's accept as a reality that we must make reading God's Word in prayer a priority. Secondly, if we're going to do that, and this is kind of what led me down this road for, for this week, we're going to have to strive for consistency. Now, any, kind of, any kind of discipline, anything that doesn't just come naturally for us, um, along with prioritizing, we're going to have to find a way for us to be the most consistent. Um, for me, this includes finding a time within my schedule that I can be consistent with. So if, if I'm going to be consistent with this priority, then I need to find a time where I can be consistent. And what's interesting is, if we were to be honest, 
We, we do this with other parts of our life, like going to the gym or exercising or, or playing golf or, or going hunting. We will we'll look ahead, and I know I hit a, hit a lot of guy stuff there. Of course, women go to the gym. But my, my point is, if something truly is a priority, then we're going to be intentional about it. We're going we're gonna to schedule a time, and we're going to look at our calendars, and we're going to look at our lives, and we're going to say, for me, the most consistent time I can do this is at this time. Um, and I believe for, for most people, it's probably better to do this in the morning. If not first thing, then very close to first thing. This is certainly true for me. I know most people probably think, well, you're a pastor. You're in the office all day. Um, you're studying for sermons and, and all of this stuff. You've got all the time in the world, and uh, while I do have some advantages, you know, my day can go sideways just like any, anyone else's, and I can be doing good stuff. I can be doing pastoral stuff and ministerial stuff, but I must find a time where I can be consistent w with my prayer and Bible study, and for me, that is earlier in the day. Um, but here's what really got it on my mind. Like I said, um, it, it's summertime around around here and around the Collins household, my house, that, that makes for a new way of life for a couple of months. Um, so for me, you know, nine months out of the year, I have one morning schedule. But then when summer comes, my morning schedule changes. I'm not dropping kids off at school. I'm not uh, getting up to get all, you know, everybody up and get ready to go to work or, or to school and all those things. Um, so when our schedules change, we must be um, faithful to examine our schedules to ensure that we haven't, you know, lost our consistent time to be with the Lord. I, I'm doing this right now. I'm, I'm looking at my schedule. Today, I was able to, to do it in a, in a good way, a positive way. Um, I've had some busy mornings this, this week already, but, you know, it's, it's good to look at your schedule and say, okay, nine months out of the year, this is when I was doing my time with the Lord. Now, <clears throat> life has changed, so I need to change. I need to adapt. And some of you, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom. And after dropping the kids off at school during the school year, uh, before you do all the other things stay-at-home moms do, maybe you took a moment, a few moments, and spent time in your Sunday school lesson or your Bible and, and in prayer. Now that time's gone. So you're left with a choice. Is there another time during the day if you have small children? Uh, is there a time they lay down for a nap? Is there a time when they're going to their swim lessons or ball practice where I can do it? Or do I need to set my alarm clock, even though it's summertime, set it back 20 or 30 minutes just to make sure before life gets going and gets out of control, I have this consistent time. Now, the morning doesn't work for everybody. You know, I know people who love going to the gym and, and lifting weights at like 5 o'clock in the morning, uh, 5.30 in the morning. I tried that. It's not me. I just cannot get motivated to go lift heavy stuff that early. Give me a few hours. Let me get a couple of uh, cups of coffee in me, and then I'm, I'm ready to go. And it's definitely better for me to do that early as well. 
but not that early. But maybe some people say, I want to read the Bible, I want to spend time in prayer, but I want it to be at a time when my mind's awake and when I'm alert and when I can get the most out of that, that time. Um, I had a friend in my first church. That time for him was, was his lunchtime. He got a lunch hour. Um, he did not feel like he ne- needed an hour to eat. So he'd either bring his lunch with him or he had a couple of spots he could go quickly and get something, come back. Some days, if the weather was nice, he'd just sit in his car, his truck, and, and spend time with the Lord. He'd read some scripture. He'd spend time in, in prayer. So we must be consistent, find a time that is consistent. But the reality is, throughout the year, schedules change and times change. So I, you know, I challenge you like I'm challenging myself. Let's make spending time with the Lord a priority, and then let's find us a time when we can be the most consistent with it. And then I want to give you one more, one more point. This will probably be a much shorter, deeper dive than we had last week. I want to challenge you to be creative. So when we're thinking about this in an outline form, we're thinking about priority, consistency, and creativity. Now, some people are creatures of habit. They thrive in it, and uh, they've done it the same way for years, and uh, they like it that way, and it, and it works. And what's funny is um, I am a creature of habit in a lot of ways and with a, and with a lot of things. However, I have found for me having a variety of things to use and to employ for my time with the Lord has been helpful and beneficial. love to doodle and write and for some people that really helps you to wrap your mind around what you're reading or or studying but it's not for me it's not for everybody um so what what i have done is is kind of there's about three or four things that that i use for my time with the lord and for a while i may do you know, one one thing, and then a couple of weeks later, if I feel like I'm getting stagnant and I'm not looking forward to spending time with, with the Lord, I know that sounds terrible. What I mean is it, I'm just not excited about what I'm going to be reading next, or I've just kind of got bored with this book or this resource. I just switch it up. I go to something else. Um, I realized this was helpful for me several years ago uh, when I got a, a book of sermons by Charles Spurgeon. And, you know, I like how, I love how Charles Spurgeon um, just takes a scripture or a verse even and just takes it completely apart piece by, by piece. And, and maybe it's because I'm a pastor and I'm writing sermon outlines, you know, two or three a week and my mind works that way. But I thought, wow, this is, this is helpful for my quiet time. So I started doing my my quiet time with that. But if down the road I get to where, you know, I'm not excited necessarily about that, well, then I've I've also got about 
five or six email subscriptions to various um, devotionals that are emailed to me each and every morning. And, you know, sometimes I may be in a W.A. Chriswell mood because, you know, he analyzes Scripture, you know, this this way. Maybe it's Charles Stanley. Uh, the last two mornings, for example, I've, I've read a Charles Stanley devotion. Um, I, I bought a book recently um, that has some daily devotions in it, and, and I'll do that. Um, so my, my point is, um, you know, some, sometimes I'm listening to podcasts. I listen to sermon podcasts a lot. Um, so, you know, so all of these, these things are, are beneficial, and we're all different. So we need to identify the best way we learn the things we enjoy doing. And, um, you know, there's a lot wrong with the world and with the Internet now and things like that. But there's some good things about it, too. We have so many resources, many resources that are absolutely free to help us with our, our Bible study. Um, I have free websites um, that, that you can go if you're reading a passage of Scripture you can very easily find the, the Greek and Hebrew translation of, of a word that jumps off the page, you know, at, at you. And you don't have to be a theologian to click, click, and then there's the, the definition. It'll just make Scripture come, come to life. And, you know, reading what others have to say about a, a Scripture can be beneficial. Now, of course, I'm not recommending doing all of this and not reading your Bible. I'm saying in addition to reading your Bible, um, here are some resources and some things you can do to make it more beneficial um, for you. Um, so, and, and let me give you one more, one more thing. And, and some people may, I don't want you to hear this the wrong way either. Um, I, I love these read through the Bible in a year plans. And if that speaks to you and works for you, that is fantastic. But, you know, I think sometimes... When we do stuff like that, it becomes more about getting through it and finishing. And um, you know, I would challenge you, even if you're doing that, to go back over those two or three chapters you're reading for that day and, um, and really spend time on, it, on at least, I don't know, six, eight, twelve verses and really spend, spend time digging into the Word and um, asking God to open your eyes to that truth and, and to apply it to your heart and life. And again, I'm not saying don't do a read the Bible in a year plan. I think that's fantastic. Best thing you can do is read the Bible, read the Bible. Um, I remember in seminary class one time, uh, somebody asked our preaching professor, um, how much scripture is too much scripture to read at a Sunday service? And the professor said very wisely, you know, there really isn't too much scripture. You, you can't read too much scripture in a, in a service. Uh, and, of course, even the guy that asked the, the question was laughing and, and agreeing with what he said. So, so read your Bible, but pray about what you read. Pray before you read. Find additional resources. Um, if you have any questions about resources, uh, you can reach out to me. Um, of course, a lot of it depends on you and what works for you, what type of listener you are and learner you are. Um, so, so the bottom line is, is this. We're at a, a time of transition in a lot of people's schedule. Let's make sure we keep our time with the Lord a priority. 
Let's find a time daily that we can be consistent. And if we find ourselves growing a little stagnant instead of growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord, let's be quick to identify that and let's switch things up. And let's try some some different things to see if that makes our time with the Lord come to life. Thank you again so much for listening to the podcast this week. Um, I hope you'll have a great rest of your week. If you're listening and you do not come to Jamestown and you do not have a church home, we would love to have you visit with us. If you're listening to this and you live far, far away from Conway, South Carolina, you can... uh, Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel and watch our services live. And if you do that, please reach out to me so we can know that you're watching and listening. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to the Deeper Dive podcast. Please subscribe, review, and be watching for the next episode. For further information or to reach Pastor Jamie, go to www.jamestownbaptist.com. You can also follow Pastor Jamie on Twitter at Pastor James 3. Until next time, our hope for you comes from 2 Corinthians 13, 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.